0: It's a new day in the workroom and we are back kikiing about episode six and episode seven of Drag Race Espana, season three with Charlie Slays Charlie. Two good episodes we have to delve into this week.
1: We do. We maybe we should be doing these weekly because there's a lot to talk about, right? But I'm <laughs> I'm relying on you, as always, King, to steer us in the right direction to the important points, because there's a lot to say. <laughs>
0: there is a lot to say. Yeah, other than I think I think episode seven is my favorite episode of Drag Race. This year, I genuinely, and we were talking off Mike, and you said this was spoiled for you, and that really I think undermined because I really didn't know how it was going to play out, and that became so exciting for me because, as I'm sure it's the same with you, like you become so in tune with the beats of the show that like, I you know episode two of All Stars eight spoilers, but like, I saw Anisha Lopez say something to camera and I was like, she's gone. She's gone. (laughs) Like I knew, in the 10 minute preview on YouTube, I knew she was gone because I've just, so you know, the beats of the show, whereas this, Mm. i was like what the fuck yeah I as read? you mentioned
1: there uh, thanks to May, if you're listening for spoiling this for so many of us because that reposted <laughs> the people who went home during double sachets we really appreciated that but <laughs> no i can't say anything i was i was slow on the uptake of watching it but yeah you're right even even though i kind of knew what was coming in that episode it didn't feel real you know getting to that moment i was mm-hmm. like it can't it can't be and then when they didn't do great the challenges I was something like, mm, maybe but it's still you know We'll, I know we're going to get to this bit, but I think, yeah, it's been two, two really good episodes of Drag Race of Spania. Drag Race of has been killing it. It's been a really good season. I've really, I've fallen in love with a lot of these queens quite quickly, I have to say. Um, they're very likable. Um, and yeah, I, I, it's starting to get to that point now where you don't know who's going to go home each week, which I quite like when Drag Race gets there. It takes a while, but you get to that point in the season you go, oh, no, I don't know and I'm quite excited, you know?
0: And it doesn't always happen because sometimes like the cast are so you know are stronger than others let's just say that way (laughs) yeah and sometimes they
1: manage to just skate their way back in don't
0: they so well yeah (laughs) or sometimes it's like season 14 and you're like
1: okay she's going yes
0: you're like who's gonna get the final out of this my numbers (laughs) (laughs) okay i was thinking the best way to go through this is we'll just have a quick chat about both episodes in terms of like the the start bit, mm-hmm. um, and then we'll go through each queen. I mm-hmm. will discuss the musical performance, the stand up performance, and then boat looks, and we'll kind of do it that way, and then we can deal with the with the deliberations. Yeah, the good
1: old Pissy Road musical. What a four theme. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get these. There was a lot of P references in that episode, I'm not going to lie. A lot. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I didn't really fully get it. But no. the first thing I kind of wanted to mention is I think this might be a first in Drag Race where they played the music of, a, of another drag queen that wasn't RuPaul. The yes. queens walked into... One of the Macarena songs light up the glamour.
1: Yeah. Do you know, it wasn't a bad song either, was it? I find no. it. I was quite surprised. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, one thing they do as well that I really like, and I meant to mention this last week um, or last time, sorry, is they do the little wig shots, you know, of like all the Queen's wigs and the Queen that went home, they like blur eliminate it. I love that. And I think just like yeah. these guys come in and do the little like montage moment. I think we need these in every season of Drag Race. Because I think that's kind of iconic, these little wigs disappearing. I love that. I love that moment.
0: It's a nice, um, yeah, just a nice touch it's that cute. gives the season its own sort of, like, feel.
1: Yeah, I mean, the producers, they you know, they fell into the sound uh, effects box of Drag Race seasons one to, like, four, and they are determined to use that shade rattle and then that little dramatic noise. And I think I counted, like, nine in a row at one point on one of these episodes, and I was like, <laughs> wow, someone's just sitting there, like, with the fucking shade button, just pling, pling, pling. <laughs> it's getting a bit ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of glad the shade rattle... Is gone yeah. from the US. Yeah. More so because it, it was more like, this is how you should feel. Because sometimes people would say something and then the same rattle would go and you'd be like, oh, oh, sorry, that's right. That's supposed to be bitchy. It's okay, sorry. <laughs> I think they should give me the original
1: that. one and just have the Bob version where Bob went, oh, 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 Yeah. It was even better than the actual
0: noise. Episode six starts... In a sort of different pattern, where they all get presents from home, which I guess again something different. It was a nice touch. It opened up us to some vulnerability. Oh, moments. I'm so
1: soppy as well. This is like when people get letters from home on I'm a Celebrity. Like I was there getting the tears. Like it's ridiculous. Like oh, me too. I- I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe it's the teddy from my grandma. Like, it's a... Grandma. And it's like, what I thought was quite nice, and I don't mean to skip it or anything, but it's the fact that Supreme knocked them back in the room at the very end by just going, let's channel this into the challenge. Like, all this emotion yeah. poured out and she was the perfect... Choice. Let's channel this into the challenge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's enough crying now. now. <laughs> yeah. Woman up, all of you. <laughs> We're gonna make a TV show, guys. You're too comfortable. <laughs> There's a f***ing musical to do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, I was the same. I was kinda of welling up looking as well. And then whoever was the la- was the visa and mm. the candy and the tea, like that was a bit of a gut punch, I mm. thought. Mm. Um yeah, no, I thought it was it was a nice kind of touch and it was less forced than, you know, Tell me
1: your drama. Well, the queens and... are naturally more natural in a weird way. These Spanish queens, they are, it doesn't feel like it's... I know I've mentioned previously that some of the drama feels a little bit contrived, but when it comes to the emotional moments, um, they feel very natural and very honest and very open. And they, ha- it was nice to see Visa feeling a little bit vulnerable because then they kind of turn her in the next two episodes right into this like telenovela novella villain so she kind of has this little like she has her little uh this is her dramatic background i think of her yeah um, through the emotion and that amazing runway and talking about her father and all of that and then they really just turn her into the villain within two episodes done
0: yeah <laughs> i didn't even well we we'll get into it. i didn't even get villain necessarily off it uh one of my favorite quotes from simply the best yet was make people cringe since 1992 baby <laughs> Loved that.
1: And i have kind of forgotten about simply the best year, and I love yeah. it all over again. Oh, RIP. Well, actually, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my I God. my God. I just, I just, just pieced that together
0: at the same time. RIP, Dina.
1: <laughs> oh, bless her cotton socks.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, let's challenge her into this episode. Yeah. And <laughs>
1: Hostess of the Mostess, learning from the Supreme. I love it, I love it.
0: <laughs> the uh how did you find the audition?
1: I think that these queens are going to be suing these producers in a few years' time because this was just absolute moi, moi, moi embarrassment. Like, I don't... I felt sorry for them. Like, it wasn't... It it was a little bit uncomfortable. However, there were some highlights. I mean, Paquita as that scared singer was brilliant. And it was the first time that Pink Jadora actually made me laugh out loud when she was being, like, the angry singer. I thought that she was really funny. It just reminded me that this is why they see this spark in her she has it you know what i mean it's just when she tries to force it, it gets a bit silly but she had them all in stitches it was a little bit ridiculous it was a nice idea but it was just pure embarrassment what did you think
0: yeah i felt it kind of went on too long yeah like i found myself reaching for the phone during this bit mm. whereas and i suppose um i can't maybe maybe it's because i had reached for the phone I don't remember two people who auditioned for the same thing.
1: No, I don't think they did. I think they all went in for a separate character and most Which of them kind of
0: undermines it. the point of Absolutely, it. Absolutely,
1: yeah, of course. Drag race. Woo!
0: <laughs> like you like we we know sometimes you know, there's always the you know, I wanted to be Black China yeah, yeah. of it all. <laughs> <Yeah>. But like <laughs> when I heard the auditions I wanted it, you know, everyone wanted to be Dorothy and then mm. they line up outside their school lockers the next day and they find out who got it. Like, that's, a guess what I guess, what I was picturing. I
1: think it was more that was characters that people didn't want. Like, I don't think anyone really wanted to be Dorothy. I don't remember that being a thing. Clover didn't seem that excited about that prospect. So I think it was more that they kind of, I mean, a couple of them may have mentioned wanting to be the good witch i'm not sure but no you're right it didn't feel like there was a fight for the roles that kind of like high school musical thing that didn't kind of come into play really it was just an excuse to make them look absolutely fucking ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> and kind of just for it, and kind of feel sorry for them it's public
0: know. humiliation exactly yeah. uh, did you know ugacio cuquiente had a makeup line
1: absolutely no idea no didn't know
0: Um, now I, I think I see, I had seen some of their makeup in a previous episode, but I forgot to write it down. So I wrote it down this time, but yeah, good for them. Okay. Let's get into the Queens. We'll go one by one. So I'll pull up my drag dot looks here so I can follow the looks. The first category, um, was, oh, this is a three in one, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, with the interesting proviso that they couldn't leave any garment on the stage which in hindsight made a lot of the looks make sense because I was like yeah. why are they all carrying down these big yes, yeah. layers, yes. <laughs> layers of fabric with them all the time <laughs> yes. and then the second look was Palooka Palooza so wig so basically you know, hair, hair okay change. nice cool okay all right so let's go uh, first with Paquita how did you find her as um as Courage in the musical.
1: Yeah, in the musical, I thought she was just absolutely adorable. Like, I just, I couldn't think of any other way of describing her other than she just was adorable. She gave, she gave good Cowardly Lion, I felt. I know she didn't get great reviews from the judges. Um, I'll be honest, Apart from Larry Poppins, this has been one of my favourite musicals. I actually really enjoyed the musical. I thought that they did a nice spin on The Wizard of Oz vibe. um, And there wasn't anyone for me who really was like, they were absolutely appalling. Um, Paquita, I think, did a good job, but didn't massively stand out. Ironically, she seemed a little bit shy, like a bit too shy and a bit too scared. And she didn't kind of power through that as the musical kind of went on.
0: Yeah, who do you think did worse than Paquita?
1: Oh God! Like I didn't hate really anyone. Hornella for me. I know she she had a nice intro. I think mean, you know coming in on that throne. With all the stuff that was going on around her, trying to keep this a bit PG, Um, and then when she got up and started getting into her role, I think she she actually brought the vibe of the musical down a little bit for me. It lost pace. Um, I do think she kind of picked it up again, but she definitely wasn't one of my favourites. I think Clover did okay and Visa did okay, Um, but yeah, none no one for me was absolutely terrible. Am I just yeah? I agree. Oh,
0: you agree? But if but if I were to choose the one that stood out the least for me, it would be be Bikita.
1: Yeah, because I think that although she was really cute as the Cowley Lion, yeah, she didn't really bring it, you know, and that was maybe, but that was part of her character. Maybe it was a hard one to do. But then I guess we kind of all remember the Cowley Lion from the original Mm Ross film. So there was a way of doing it. Maybe she just needed a lisp. That's what she needed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, it wasn't until you said Cowley Lion, like, I just didn't put one on one together to realize that's why she had so much hair on because I was like <laughs> yeah. between Petita and Visa and Paquita, mm. I was like, "What? Why is there so much hair?" Yeah, <laughs> like, I
1: think... they all had big hair. <laughs> they oh, were... I did care. I think like kind of like a, what like an eighties punk girl group in a way. Like I think that's kind of what they were going for because this eighties vibe was kind of there but not there for some of this musical. Um. I think Vanilla did a really good job kind of carrying it as the good witch. She acted as a really good kind of like narrator almost for most of the production. She came in, she had my favourite line, which was, um, that's not how this is supposed to work, but who cares, it's a fucking musical.
0: Yeah, like, I really enjoyed that.
1: And she delivered it brilliantly. Um, and I also think Simply the Bestia was was definitely one of... One of she the best. Best year
0: she of, was the bestia of the last, I thought.
1: <laughs> she was very good. Very good. But I did like Petita. I know she played that same kind of role that she did really well with as the kind of reporter in the horror challenge and um, that kind of ditzy a bit silly um but i did like her i think she kind of, she did stand out for me she was someone who my eye kept going to in the kind of choral moments and that's i think a good sign of someone who's almost trying to steal the show
0: yeah but i also i also feel like that role got better moments like mm-hmm. you know she got her own little bit with the cello or whatever in the corner that was at the which was the lol moment but you know, I was like, OK, that's a lull for Petita. But then I was like, well, you know, maybe I just don't want to give any props to Petita. But like <laughs> I was like, you know, maybe anyone would have been able to sell that joke. I don't know. They, um... Possibly.
1: I mean, but then I think of like Pink Chidora and, um, you know, she was probably given one of the better roles. I think that that role was quite a nice role and it had some kind of fun moments to it. But she didn't completely blow me away in what she was doing on that stage. And I think she got more praise than was deserved on this episode again.
0: Yeah. I think, yeah, uh, Pink and Clover were kind of not there for me either, unfortunately. Mm. Well, I I enjoyed the whole thing. No Mm. one was bad, but like if I was to pick out standout performances, I, I'm with you. It would be like it would be best yet or Vanilla for me. they they were clearly the top two, I thought.
1: Yeah, and there were moments when it's like I was like, I should be taking notes because kings will be really annoyed at me. i have got no good points to talk about. But I was actually just really enjoying the <laughs> ruse of call, you know what I mean? But like that for me was a really good sign that actually they probably all did their part well and it was kind of picking out the weaker ones off the bunch, you know what I mean? We were just in the herd rather than anyone's done a really atrocious job and Oh my god, they did like an age O'Hara and forgot their lines or you know what I mean? It's there was none of those moments and I think they put a really good musical on i i really enjoyed it the quick wizard thing i mean is that a reference to needing to pee somewhere or is it a uh it happens too quickly in the bedroom vibe or did you pick up on this spanish reference that i missed or
0: so they kept calling it the el mago precoz and i looked up p-r-e-c-o-z is i looked up. i think that's what they kept saying was quick Right. When I Googled it, it told me it was early, but I guess quickly, okay. you know, miles apart. Sure. So because of that, I sort of assumed it was like premature.
1: Yes. That, okay, right. Yeah. Okay. I was getting, I'm getting the Spanish referencing. Amazing. It's only taken six episodes, but i <laughs> on
0: the four. <laughs> and a bit of Google, Google Translate.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, how did you find pa- Paquita's flamenco three-in-one look with... The, white, you know, sorry, the yellow tulle and the black lace?
1: I think Bakita was unfortunate that she came out first, because actually I think she had one of the better three-in-one reveal moments, but because I wasn't quite getting this rule where things couldn't be left on the stage, I was doing that whole thing of like, she's done this previously, I think in the first week she did that kind of reveal moment, didn't she, where she kind of had a little black dress and a little black dress and no dress. Um, I liked the colour on her, she always paints beautifully, I mean she's stunning, she's told us many times she's not wrong, she's stunning. Um, and yeah, it It was a nice play on that kind of like flamenco Spanish vibe. Um, What did you think?
0: Yeah, I actually think this, in hindsight, it was one of the best because she went from smaller to big. Like she went from legs exposed to no leg exposed in the traditional flamenco one in the middle and then opened it up to make it small again. And, you know, again, within the context of not being able to leave anything on the stage, Mm. I think it just ended up being one of the better ones.
1: Yeah. But I didn't get that. I think we should have made that really clear. It was only when the V's are off, that I kind of had to look back and go, oh, actually, I've written this was terrible and it actually wasn't that bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Paquita was with uh, Maria in the stand-up challenge. Mm-hmm. There was moments I found funny, like, uh, Macedonia. Yeah, that was good. Then- that was good. <laughs> Then when they did like an advert in the middle of their sketch, I was very confused.
1: I think Maria is the issue here, not Paquita, because I think Maria is probably quite funny, but she's probably quite funny if you're a friend of her and you get all of her references. She doesn't quite nail it in these challenges. And Paquita, unfortunately, we know comedy is not really her thing, although she did great in the horror challenge when she played that kind of crazy old cannibal. Um, I don't think she played to her strengths of kind of physicality enough. And um, it definitely was a weird moment when the advert happens Then they were doing the milking thing. It was just like, what have I, what is in my tea? What is going on? Like, it all got a bit strange. I think the judges looked a bit confused. But the, oh, Macedonia was brilliant.
0: Yeah, but it also didn't feel finesse enough either to be like Willow Pill in the bath.
1: Yes. It wasn't surreal enough to feel surreal. Yeah. It was just a bit off, Just strange. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and then for her peluca Palooza look, um, uh-huh. Paquita had this kind of like nude look with long strands of wiggly hair around mm-hmm. the body. At this point, I began to feel... I've seen this for, before, yeah. for sure.
1: Yeah, 100%. From yeah, and I think Anna Lockheed made a good comment that it was a nice idea, but even the execution wasn't that great on this one. Um, I saw on social media um, the Macarena had a very similar look to this on um, for what would have been this runway, um, with a more kind of beige bodysuit, um, and the hair kind of made a dress. It's, it was really cute, and I think if they'd have been on the same stage, the Macarena would have blown this one out of the water and again we've definitely seen this vibe from Paquita before i 100% agree i was a little bit underwhelmed by this point it felt like she was going home really yeah and i felt like she knew it she really accepted it she was ready to go thanks guys i'm gonna sing my way off the stage blah. And she'll your straw was like <laughs> oh no, no no no! i'm not leaving the stage without at least saying a hundred thousand words and <laughs> um, so i think she'd almost given up a little bit at this point which is yeah. because she was a very strong contender at one point in the first couple of episodes in the first episode her talent I definitely thought she'd be top
0: four yeah, yeah
1: it's it was it's weird what's happened to her as, as the weeks have kind of gone on is she tired babe I don't know what's happened you're tired love Did you Do you done that
0: <laughs> too many games big brother yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I open that fire exit I'm off <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> okay well I guess we've kind of discussed everyone in the musical um, so let's move on to Vanilla in her three in one look she gave us the seasons and i made a note to go look up the queen and um, there's definitely queen if not multiple who've given us like four reveals into different oh yeah it doesn't feel like Jin- jinx monsoon did one in season and also seven maybe it maybe one did before that but like none of these seasons look nice
1: no like, <laughs> no them. this was not a good year for her <laughs> Seasons were not good <laughs> Um, there is nothing worse than the Queen coming out in a big winter coat on a reveal episode. I was just like, no, 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 no. no not cool. We've
0: seen the winter coat so many times. It's, We've seen Blair St. Clair shivering and saying shush. Rita Baga <laughs> gave us, you know, an old ski lady. Yeah. We've seen it a lot.
1: Yeah. I mean, I get that And I was really annoyed about the amount of material dragging around behind her. I know they weren't allowed to do things on the stage, but there must have been a better way of doing this. I'm no fashion magician myself, but it just looked like she had fabric hemorrhoids by the end of it. And I was, yeah, it was not, not cool. And it just went from coat to dress, to dress, to swimsuit. It's like the most obvious way of doing it. And it's kind of, I think a bit unfortunate.
0: Like from an engineering perspective, it was like, coat that you drag behind you into another mm-hmm. dress that you drag behind you another dress. Dra- like, yeah. it must have been heavy by the end of it. Yeah. She must have been like, oh, straining under the weight <laughs> yeah. of all that material. Yeah,
1: her makeup was better though. Uh,
0: yes. Why, why the big
1: Daisy swim hat? I don't know. Sunday? I don't know. Because she wanted, I think that was a like, let's have a reveal under the wig as well. Let's just go for it. And what can I put under a wig? A ball cap. Like, it's all obvious, you know? And it's, I... I really like Vania. She's growing on me as we've gone. I like that she kind of represents kind of old school drag, and I I don't mind old school drag. I'm a big fan of old school drag. But this was so bloody pedestrian, and um, I think she could do better. I think. I mean, not only autumn and summer, an... it's the same fucking dress. Like, come on, it's like autumn and spring. Yeah, yeah. She I... also
0: did. The, she also didn't do the sequ- the the seasons in sequence. She went winter, mm-hmm. autumn, yeah. spring, summer. Yeah.
1: <laughs> i told you bad year it was a bad yeah. year
0: <laughs> but like not only is it I mean this is This is really kicking her When she's down But like Mm. Not only is it like Old school and campy Which is fine Mm. It's just ugly
1: Yeah Yeah It's not very It's not even a little bit Fashion forward You know what I mean And sometimes Some queens take it The other extreme And then it it passes me by as well And then I lose it I'm liking that real midpoint Of like It's kind of cool And fashionable But different And there was nothing About this that said Those things Oh it's so mean I just I really want to be nice About her one week On this fucking runway Please (laughs)
0: I always laugh. I'm like sitting here in like a t-shirt and shorts. Yeah, like, come I on, know. your dress. <laughs> I know. Spider
1: Man slippers, like. <laughs>
0: um. Well, something we can be positive about is her. Is her stand-up with Kelly Roller yeah. now? I thought this was good. I don't think it was my favorite of the night. Mm-hmm. You know, I like the balloon thrusting challenge. I suddenly caught myself being like, oh. I was a bit like Javier uh, Ambrose being like, oh, God, yeah." had time. He looked uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. I think he was laughing for the sake of laughing at some of those jokes because it's not really. I mean, the thing is, look, they said we're going to go old school drag, filthy. You know, the queen who's normally on at like nine o'clock on a Sunday night in the bar, where you're like, oh, yeah, she's going to really go for it. And everything is a like, oh, oh, and all that, you know, it was and they did that with gusto and they didn't do what every other queen did which just go on there and do a bit of a roast vibe because it wasn't actually a roasting challenge it was a comedy challenge um what i did like is the concept of being at the clinic and then using filthy humor because they started off being like the kind of slutty girls but then when they moved into the clinic vibe i was like oh that's a really good Vibe or different characters, something interesting, a different perspective on those kind of very classic veneer and Kelly Rowland jokes. Uh, Roland, I said Kelly Rowland, Roland, yeah, <laughs> Kelly Rowland, which is
0: to be fair, what I think every time someone says Kelly
1: Rowland, I just think oh, Kelly Rowland. Oh, so. terrible, terrible. Um, yeah, I did enjoy that, I did enjoy that kind of comedy challenge,
0: yeah. No, I, I think, I think maybe my issue with it was it was. A lot of shock jokes. So jokes Mm -hmm. that were like funny because they were shocking rather than because they were funny as well. Like I think like if you think of someone like Joan Rivers Mm -hmm. would definitely play on shock comedy, but would also have it interspersed with brilliantly clever comedy. Yeah, just because I mentioned her there. My favorite joke from John Rivers is about the Paris Sultan sex tape. And it's like, can you imagine what the parents would think in a Marriott Hotel? <laughs> <laughs> and I just love that joke so much because Paris isn't the butt of the joke. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. And that's
1: it. And that's the thing again, a bit like that runway we were just talking about it was all a bit obvious it was all a bit like we know I mean the hamster blowjob joke was just it was just I was uncomfortable I was like oh I don't know this is the way forward but look the judges enjoyed it the other queens were cackling away it is that old school pub club drag you know what I mean and they both know who they are and they embrace it her and Kelly so it worked for them it definitely wasn't my favorite that's for sure
0: yeah the square dick joke yeah So, I thought they were talking about chodes, and then they were talking about an 8-inch by 8-inch stick, and then I was like, that's just... I was getting very confused, yeah. uh, I think the
1: the British in me then kicked in, I started just looking away and making notes. Oh, it's all getting a bit bit serious up in here, isn't it? I don't know. watching this at 9 o'clock in the morning, it's all a bit much. Um, But, you know... But um look, they do what they they set out to be filthy and they absolutely did that. So, you know, good luck to them.
0: And then on the hair runway they Oh I didn't us... hate
1: this. I didn't hate this. Brilliant. Okay. <laughs> okay. I
0: mean I didn't like it.
1: Oh <laughs> I just no. liked it. Like
0: okay, if we take the, the bodice on its own. Okay, yeah. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I th- I think I don't know if there's re- I think the only really like look made from hair that I've really enjoyed was I remember Miss Cracker did one um on her original season that I quite enjoyed but like I just oh, when but the like, cave, cave girl, went... girl
1: one Was that the one was it like a cave yeah girl? I think yeah. yeah no that was that was the auto evil it
0: was kind of cave girly but yeah I don't think it was stylized as cave girl one mm. I think it's when you use hair as fringe. Yes. It annoys me because it's clearly not yes. fringe,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> and then I think stylizing it with the big red latex boot and gloves—I just thought looked awful. It looked like.
1: Yeah, I didn't mind it. Weirdly, maybe maybe this is my—I don't know—like London. It gave me street
0: yeah. hooker Shakira.
1: <laughs> yes, I kind of live for a bit of street hooker Shakira. <laughs> that's actually uh that's my alter ego street <laughs> <era>. <laughs> okay. um, do you know what I think sometimes she gets the wrong shape for her body she looks a bit dumpy in this straight away that was my initial she looks a bit dumpy I liked her in blonde I think she doesn't do a lot of blonde she's been dark haired quite a lot I like when the queens change that up uh, the braided hair was kind of cool um and she said that it was, she made me laugh when she went I'm feeling very Christina Aguilera but so this is not, but it kind of is. You know what I mean? Like yeah so right. and rouge, Christina Aguilera. I could see that kind of comparison. So yeah, I didn't hate this one, and I'm just glad to. Not hate something that is worn on the runway, to be honest with
0: you. <laughs> like in that stripped era, Christina Aguilera was stylized in this, like, kind of cultural appropriate, you know, Middle
1: Eastern yeah. braids. And... Yes.
0: Yeah. So it was kind of given that. Yeah. It was given that.
1: She should have done this in chaps instead and had this, like, I don't know, like a kind of a, a braided uh, bodice or something with some chaps on or something. It would have, like, just mm. made it a bit fresher and a bit less obvious. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I didn't mind her Zena the hairy warrior princess. Very <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do uh, Hornella
1: next um, so... Many a man has said that in their time I'm sure yeah. of that, but...
0: <laughs> So for her 3-in-1 look this is one of the ones I really didn't like because I didn't understand why she was carrying around so much material with her then yeah. I kind of understood it but it was still kind of OTT yeah. Now um, Anna Loking being the, the queen of the reference that she is was talking about some character from Pygmalion that she was characterising. Yeah. But to me, it seems she went from trash to bird lady to princess, but I mean, the princess was wearing half the kingdom account, oh, yeah. like a I-, waist.
1: <laughs> I wrote Home Alone Pigeon Lady as well, snap. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah um, I didn't yeah i don't know right. okay so the initial bin bag vibe you know it's going to be revealed like hey we get it it's very aquaria in the finale of um season nine whichever one she was in 10 and um, the banana pill on the head i thought was kind of cute and a bit silly and fun and drag i didn't hate the end ball gown it kind of kind of gave me like sally ragdoll but make it in a weird way, but altogether, as a look of three, the rags to riches story was lost on me, and I couldn't get over the Home Alone Pigeon Lady second look. I just was like, "Oh, that was a real hot mess of the two looks morphing into each other." It didn't seem like his own individual look. Um, she looks very adored delano in this mug though.
0: Yeah, no, I do like the I like the asymmetrical fringe and everything. Like I think mm. the face looks great.
1: She's just, played, maybe it's just very young, Hornella. I've, I've realized that like, when you look yeah. at the confessionals to when she's actually in full drag, she she gives knocks off a good ten fifteen years. I reckon she's a good. She's good at that.
0: But I think also, like if you look at her face, I think with the help of some doctors, like her face doesn't move. Like there's no lines in it or thing. But no. I think just based on her demeanor and like her lack of hair which we'll come back to Mm. you know you know she's older than she is i think but like i think she is actually very useful in the face yeah Um,
1: (laughs) and i you know i wasn't a massive fan of this i think that there wasn't really anyone in the three and one that massively stood out for me as being like wow I don't know maybe maybe one of them but I felt like she did she did this look okay and she came in with an idea at least and didn't just throw everything off behind her throw it behind me throw it behind me throw it behind me and walk down the stage she kind of threw it underneath herself but you know it it was a tricky one to not leave anything on the runway that was hard yeah that was
0: that is true without that though if this had been a design challenge that she wore that she would went home
1: Oh, 100%. Without, without a shadow of a doubt. They'd have rolled that bin bag off that stage quicker than you could say Anna Locking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and you can say Anna Locking pretty quickly. You can. <laughs> uh, Hornella was teamed with Chanel and for
1: the... Oh, my boyfriend um... returned for one episode. I can't yeah. believe it. I saw <laughs> it him. He wasn't as hot as I remembered. Oh, I remember him like... being very hot and he lived up to it. It was okay. 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 I was there for all of us. Don't worry. Um... It was a great concept for a comedy routine. Great concept. And it just goes to show when you get your shit in gear earlier in that workroom and come up with a story and stick to it and then work around it, you can make a little bit of gold in these comedy challenges. It's not impossible. You've just got to be clear, simple and funny. And they managed to do all three of those things. And
0: a really fun concept of playing innocent kids while, oh, yeah. you know, saying yeah. nasty shit is <laughs> yeah. fun.
1: But it wasn't too nasty as well. And that's a thing. I mean, some of these that we go talk about, they just were mean. They just went mean and it doesn't work. These guys at least were playful with it, silly with it. And then you're in on the joke. You're not just the butt of the joke. And that's good roasting. And Hornella, I think, is a good... She's good at these stuff. She's good at snatch game. She's been good at some of the acting challenges. Like, she's super sneaky in there. She's doing. She's doing a good job. And I think... You know, she was probably my favourite as a pairing. This was probably my favourite one. I've really enjoyed these guys. Yeah,
0: I, I totally agree. This was my favourite pairing as well. Like, we'll get to Clover, but mm-hmm. I wanted Clover to win. Yes. If not, I wanted to go to Hornella. 100% with your map. yeah. And I also would have rather see Chanel come back than Kelly. Look, I'm not hating on our girl from Tormelinos. <laughs> Ding! But, <laughs> but if you had asked me who was I least likely to see... It would have been Kelly, only because like she went on episode four, Mm -hmm. and I felt we 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 got to know her. Yeah, I could see what she was providing. Yeah, I didn't need to see any more. I really like Visa. I was happy to see more Visa. I like Macarena. Happy to see more Macarena. Mm -hmm. And then Maria and Chuchi and Chanel maybe went too soon, Mm -hmm. so I'm happy to see more of them. So yeah, kind of disappointed Kelly's back, but look, hey,
1: a little bit have to agree with you. I thought we'd roll to the end of her storyline, but mm-hmm. uh, there wasn't. There was an extra chapter. Does yeah,
0: that roller disco comes back around?
1: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. She's <laughs> back, baby.
1: Get those leg warmers warmed up. She's yeah. arriving. Get that <laughs> ramp ready on the stage.
0: Woo! <laughs> I guess while we're talking about her, I like that they basically wholesale stole the twist from all-stars too i mean yeah why not yeah <laughs> go to the best season of the u.s version absolutely. and take the twist
1: yeah and I, what i loved about it is it made me want to go back and watch that moment all over again and relive it and i've done it at least three times this week so thank oh, you uh, <laughs> for making me relive that because i absolutely loved it i forgot how much ginger jumps in on that you know what i mean after so it all goes down and then ginger's just like well actually Alyssa. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I do want to watch it as well. Yeah. But like, from the mirror mm-hmm. to the roast mm-hmm. to the queen coming back, like you know, the only thing we're missing is the is the you know, shut up and drive. Yes. You know, that's oh, thing we're, we're yeah, we're really missing
1: eternally missing um, that. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, but yeah, Hornella again. They seem to be setting her up as like. Who someone who should have won the the musical, and yeah. that she was pissed that she hasn't won the musical, yeah. and this kind of set Visa off on her like, you know, mm-hmm. why isn't she being appreciated? Yeah, um, I mean, Hornella wasn't my winner of the musical, but she was definitely better for me than Petita. So she wasn't my winner of the musical,
1: but she was my winner of Snatch Game. Yeah, and exactly. and that's like twice, and they've they've said that she was she's kind of always the bridesmaid, but they love an always the bridesmaid to be the final winner of a whole season. So just keep watching that.
0: Mm, that's true. That's true. We'll get to pretty in a bit but yeah. I wonder yeah whether she might be losing favor with them yes um let's move on to bestia bestia in the three in one looks gave us like a tomb into lady gaga's art pop into I didn't get the reference for the third one it was like a
1: oh red yeah and okay. black right. makeup
0: yeah. hawk thing um the tomb was an interesting
1: choice. <laughs> I mean, is that what it was? I thought I was like, I'd fall into some sort of like Minecraft weird cosplay moment. It's, um, I wrote, she went from mushroom to a mess to a mess. That was literally my notes for this look. I was not, yeah, I, I was not. On that.
0: It could be a mushroom. It could be a bit like a, a garbage can. I it's hard it. to know.
1: Yeah. I'm sure it has some very clever reference that maybe is way beyond me and my knowledge of fashion and couture, but it just it didn't do anything for me. It didn't, I mean, to be honest, the second look, I can kind of get that kind of like Gargari vibe. And actually the way she took the gray off and then it was a kind of underskirt to the white outfit. That kind of was, I I didn't mind that. And then by the end of it, she just, I mean, what's with the dead birds all over her and the the weird makeup? What the hell is going on? Like, oh, this is not me not understanding fashion. This was bad.
0: Yeah, you can actually see her headpiece left on the stage behind her. So, Unless she picked it up at the end, she broke
1: the rules. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Yeah, Bestia normally execute's looks with with great
1: precision, and this was a messy mess. It was a hot mess, but not even a hot mess, it was just a bit of a mess, it was a cold mess.
0: (laughs) And then she like leaned into it by like smearing makeup all over her face, but I didn't understand what that meant.
1: No, didn't get it, Sorry. She was simply not the Bestia on this one. (laughs)
0: Absolutely not. It's simple to say. Uh, Bestia was teamed up with Chuchi, who um, I thought were pretty solid. It was like a fun roast. It was a nice change coming after Paquita and Maria's sort of Monty Python style, like, skit thing. (laughs) You know, it was nice to kind of go back to a normal sort of roast i thought yeah and i thought bestie and she did a good job again
1: place. they had a nice little concept of being the kind of tour guide to their city i mean how i bet kelly roller was sitting there going oh you're telling me i could have done a tarmalinos tour guide and i could yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody <laughs> tell me this screw <laughs> you for the ear and your dirty jokes i could have been a tour guide for to tarmalinos and <laughs> I can't believe she didn't take that idea. Um, But no, again, they had a nice concept. Um, Bestia was definitely leading Chuchi. This was not a challenge for her. Nice to see her back. I don't think she had a massive impact on her returning episode, unfortunately, because she's probably a better queen than we've got to see on her Drag Race span experience. Spain.
0: And poor Maria got one talking head as well. Yeah. Like she, Right at the end, she was like, "And that's a wrap or something. Yeah. I'm like, oh, see you, Maria.
1: Yeah. <laughs> poor Maria. I've, I've got a soft spot for her, because she's yeah, a, a drag race Spain underdog now. I'm like, I'm going to go to her tour. I'm going to go and do that. Um, but yeah, I think Beastia was definitely leading Chuchi, and um, they they did a they did a good job. They were funny. They had some good little roasting moments. The, at least the audience was on their side during their roasting moments. You know, they were laughing. Vanilla got attacked quite viciously several times during the challenge, which uh, <laughs> she took in that great thing of doing that real drag queen pose where they just kind of look straight down at the person reading them. And they're like, "Yeah, I'll get you. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get you. I've heard all of these. I've written down in my little black book. I'll get you back." Um, but yeah, they. They produced a nice little product, and they were funny, you know. And I, if I have a giggle during these comedy challenges, it's like a blessing, you know. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, so I think solid. And then her her wig look was this kind of purple spiked punk face guinea. Yeah. Cookie Monster, Sesame Street sort of look. This this was fun. I think this was well executed. It wasn't my favorite, but like you could ever see what she was going for, and it was different from everybody else.
1: Yeah, it's like kids' TV presenter on acid. You know what I mean? Yeah. like that. Kind after of, n- after dark, after dark, <laughs> pack of twenty cigarettes there, yeah. and they're like, yeah, let's get out the spiky fur mohawk. Uh, yeah, I, again, it's it's very her. I mean, the tripping over and bloodying her knee moment. I was a bit. It was quite good because I was like, oh, she, she has actually fallen over. She's not just on lady Camden. She has stacked it, and then you're like, Oh no, she hasn't. She's skipping, but like, I was worried about her knees. I'm very sensitive to knee problems, we've all been there. And yeah. uh, you know, I was like, Oh, well, my- on
0: her knees, yeah,
1: <laughs> no comment, Chanel. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it was, yeah, the face keeny vibe. We've seen it a lot of times on Drag Race now, but you know, it, it, she did a good job, she put it together well, and like you say, she executed it really, really brilliantly. We didn't do Hor- Hornella's hair look, by the way.
0: Oh, you're right. Apologies. Uh, I don't know how I missed that, because that was one of the best ones. Uh, yeah,
1: um, that's, I just I thought just we were uh, looking for beastiers.
0: Yeah, it was the yak realness, really, wasn't it? <laughs> like, you know, if you want... <laughs> If you want wig, I'll give you a wig.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, I think I wanted to talk about it because she was one of those queens that really went all out on the wig vibe. And I think some of them try to be clever when it's like the hair challenge. Just wear a massive wig; you'll be absolutely fine. The judges will love it, you know. And um, I'm glad that she came out and did that. I wasn't as big a fan of the kind of muff wig that she went for. I think it's a little bit, a bit meh. We've been there. It's a
0: bit big as well. I felt really like if big. you're going to, do- I would have liked more localized. <laughs> But I liked the kind of like uh st- strappy, halter neck, bondagey kind of yeah. uh, you know, dress that she was in. It's actually quite sexy in it.
1: And what she did, which is brilliant, is she framed her face perfectly. This is a this is how you frame your face for television if you're gonna go on as a drag queen. And you get those moments where you're just peeking out from behind all that hair. It's a complete illusion. And yeah, do you know what would make this even better? she could have done that whole um what was the and he did the hat and the hair moved around?
0: Come on. billy porter
1: yes if she'd have done one of those mm-hmm. moments where maybe that hair just came up and her face. yeah like that would have really petita a- would
0: have done that she yeah, would have she got the motors
1: going yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, okay that was bestia let's move on to uh okay visa only has one look i suppose for for the three in one look hers was uh butterflies the first one was this kind of like big pink coat with, with butterflies on it mm-hmm. then she reveals into this like mint victorian dress mm-hmm. which she then drops and is a monarch butterfly in sort of orange and black with white spots um i don't like i actually quite liked the victorian thing but i totally took the judges critique which was it didn't tie into the rest like if it was supposed to be a chrysalis yeah you know that's unclear that it's a chrysalis we've yeah. seen a few caterpillar to chrysalis to um, butterflies before, I think Shade Collier did with an says 5 mm-hmm. but the final look I really enjoyed
1: yeah I did really enjoy the final look it was a little bit costumey for me I don't like that word on Drag Race but it did feel like you'd gone to the Halloween shop and bought the Monarch Butterfly costume and then made it your own by adding big, bigger arms onto it I wasn't a fan of her wig. It was really annoying me. It's one of those annoying wigs where it looks like the hair's going in the mouth all the time. And I'd kind of go into the screen and just like move it off her face constantly. Um, and the big pink fur thing was just like, well, we know you've come out as a shower loser and you're going to have something underneath it. Like I find, yeah, for me, I wasn't a huge fan of any of them, if I'm really honest. And she massively broke the rules and I'm a rule sticker and a biter, so <laughs>
0: Even though we didn't know she'd broken the rules until yes, the even end. Even though we
1: didn't know, Keith, <laughs> even though we didn't know, I was still
0: annoyed. <laughs> what did you think of her in on Talk to the episode six?
1: Um, I think that she made a very valid point in a very bitchy way. I think that we all know that Petita should have been in the bottom for snatch game. I think she definitely bombed that but she did it in a way that was super snarky and on the defensive because she knew she was in trouble and just felt a little bit like this is my last ditched attempt to create some sort of drama which i think is a little bit salty
0: i think she was good i I agree with you i to add to it i think she was good to point out that she wasn't rush kept saying i know this isn't your fault you're not the judge's It did seem like it was still a bit of a personal attack. But I also was feeling her frustration because I was frustrated by the same thing.
1: Yeah, no, it's very true. And, you know... But there's ways of doing it you know and it's just I think that she also very quickly tried to get all the other queens involved which to me it shows someone that maybe doesn't have as much conviction or an argument as they say they do because it's like yeah but you said that as well you said that as well and what I love as well is that any opportunity when Petit is kicking pink Chadoras there <laughs> like you did this to me on Snatch Game you did this to me on Snatch Game you did this to me on Snatch Game like there is definitely some unresolved issues going on between them two um but yeah it I don't know I I just felt I feel a bit like Clover Bishop during these moments She just wants to sit back And eat the popcorn And enjoy it And you know what It's good TV And Visa I think Had that intention Going into that untucked I might be going home today Let's get out there And uh, and and get, throw Peter under the bus Why not? Let's do it
0: I also enjoyed that You know She came across Kind not aggressive But I like, came across That she was vexed But she was sitting there Cross-legged Like the body language Was so relaxed And yet she was like <laughs> yeah. Dropping bombs yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because she does this. I get the impression that Visa does this in, probably in quite a lot of places. Maybe in some friendship groups, she's the one that's going to call stuff out and the one that's like, I'll always say it as it is. I'm getting that vibe from her massively as the weeks have gone on. Um, I before I don't know it's weird I felt like my initial reaction towards Visa was oh bless her I hope she gets some good screen time she's doing really well like you know she's bringing on some amazing runways and then she's just more for me into someone that's kind of like wow you really have come here to play the game and um, I quite like a queen that takes me in like that it's quite exciting to to kind of call them wrong in a way
0: yeah 100% like every time I saw her I was like She's going soon, but actually, I like this, and actually, I like this one too. And actually, that was quite good. So it was like every time she kind of, you know, exceeded my expectations of her. And that's, you know, difficult to do sometimes in this show. So, yeah, yeah, I found myself really rooting for her by the end, especially because she chose the right person to go up against, which was Petita. I think we see in episode seven that, you know, the Queens kept saying the Petita kept kinda of going up to them and go, Oh, is that what you're wearing? Oh well let's see how it goes, which is horrible. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but I can't help. I have a bit of passive aggressive mum energy, and I don't realise I'm doing it. Like, and so I think Petita. I know that Macarena made the comment in the confessional. It's like, if many people have told you this in the past, maybe you're the problem. Like, and I understand where Macarena's coming from. But some people just don't get it. They they're just like, oh, okay. Well, I've made that kind of comment, and they've taken it a little bit personally. But I didn't mean it in a personal way. And I think Petita's just kind of bumbling along. Maybe this will be a horrible kind of wake up call for her that she has been a little bit of a bitch in the past. Um, but it doesn't help because I think sometimes the way they're delivering this critique to her she's not you can tell she's not taking it in and instead of being like listen bitch what you're doing is mean don't keep doing it it's pissing people off they're just trying to be I don't know it felt like they were trying to be nice about it and now they've got annoyed that she's not fully appreciated their you know critiques
0: it's it's a real echo of you know, Valentina and Aja, you're a model, you look know, like Linda, Vagelisa, you can go out there in a diaper, they would eat you up. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's basically that. And if that's something to go by, Petita, we'll not be taking on that uh, feedback and we'll only get worse with time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but she might end up hosting Drag Race Mexico. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, instead of Visa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um,
0: right. Let's move on to Petita. So, uh, Petita's. I I guess this is the one you were you were hinting at in the three in one look that was like your favorite, which was the three looks of of Spanish fashion. The first look was a Balenciaga blue velvet cape. The second one was a Manuel Pertigaz mm-hmm. um, green dress, and the final one was a long pink flowing Paco Rabanne number. Oh, no, my favourite
1: was for Nia. Did I not? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I loved... dress. No. Of course, <laughs> I loved
0: this with resent.
1: <laughs> yeah, why resent, though? Come on, let her be good at something. No, she is, she is. <laughs> I just...
0: I'm, I've taken against her. I've taken again <laughs> her now at this point.
1: No, I know. And we, we do that thing um, where I think when anyone's doing really well in something called Drag Race, you're almost like waiting for them to trip up because that's just, I think, how we're being human beings. And she's kind of done so well. And I think the Snatch Cane thing has left a little bit of resentment and bad taste in a few people's mouths. And, you know, she doesn't want to end up being like an Alyssa Edwards where they she gets a reputation of you can go out on that stage of anything and you're just going to get away with it because you're Alyssa Edwards. She, Petita doesn't want to get a reputation however you can't knock a bitch she knows what she's doing and I mean she had that bag dress vibe and I was like oh but she'd done it in a really nice manicured, engineered way she still looked beautiful and then to go into the green and then into the massive pink gown like and to reference three amazing Spanish designers this was art and she did it already when she did the windmill and then the uh what was it the prawn head and then the other three looks in the, the the ball one and um, she just she just kills it when it comes to the fashion she gets, she gets it
0: and again went right from small to big as well which is yeah. difficult to do with these challenges yeah so look it was incredibly impressive it was it's just well, you say that with such
1: clenched teeth I can feel it. <laughs>
0: just that thing we say all the time the worst thing you can do is win a win a win a, uh, uh, a challenge that the fans don't think you deserve Yeah, <laughs> almost like Lorraine at Eurovision you just get this like yeah. bubbling pot of resent from the fans. yeah the queens That's were it.
1: backstage going cha 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 <laughs> <laughs>
0: So we mentioned Visa there. Let's discuss Petita and that really awkward argument. First question, though, is why do you think Visa chose Petita?
1: I think Visa was massively on the sabotage. I think Visa was thinking, look, the judges love her. They love her. So if I go with her, I'm probably going to make it through and get into the
0: Yeah, that's what I think rather than sabotage. I'm like, or, let me piggyback on the favour of the judges.
1: Or I'm going out this week. I won't make it for a second. I'm going to take that bitch with me because I don't like her. There was a little bit of me that thought maybe Visa had that little glint in her eye at the Ternovella supervillain and was like, yeah, you know what, let's take her. Because then if I do well, I get through. If I don't do well, she's going to end up in the bottom and lip sync.
0: Yeah. So I would have been here if if she had just said it. Mm. If she had said the talking heads, this is my plan. Mm. But she didn't, she kind of didn't, like, own either thing, so she was just like, I'm here to learn, and I was like, that's fucking bullshit. You're either trying to piggyback on like, the fact that judges love her, or you're trying to sabotage. I I want to know which one. think
1: the reaction of even Supreme Supreme, when, sorry, when when Visa picked her, because obviously they know what's going on, even she was, like, clutching her pulse, like, really? (laughs) Are you sure? Should we just cut and talk this over for a minute as a group? Like, it was, um, it was a bit of a weird choice. It was it was a bold choice. It was a bold move. Um, but I don't I think she'd have done better this week. And Petita would have done better this week if they'd have been allowed to go their separate ways and just get on with their own comedy challenges. It was it was a weird move. Not something that I would personally have chosen to do myself, I don't think.
0: Where were the jokes, though?
1: <laughs> I know, where it was just it was mean. Again, it was just mean. It wasn't good. they they tried to play on this whole visa's going to storm off the stage and it's going to be a real argument. There's a fake argument. It was just, I don't know. It's like watching GCSE drama. It was
0: like, yeah. That's all it was. It was an amdram performance yeah, of what yeah. happened last week on the show. Like, yes, whatever about Macca and pink, Right. Mm. I could see where the jokes were. They just weren't funny. Yeah. I generally couldn't see what, what, the, where, uh, at what point they ex- expected me to laugh.
1: Because they're not going to work well together because they don't like each other. So it was a real, it was a real losing thing, I think, for Visa to choose Petita. And that's why, that's what makes me feel like it was more of a bit of a sabotage vibe. Because I don't know how in her mind she thought that they were going to put, come together and create an amazing, hilarious comedy piece that was going to fly her back into this competition. Um, I just don't think that she, in This possible world thought that could have worked, so that's why I'm like, maybe she's wanting to take her out. I don't know,
0: but I, th- I think they could have done the kind of like uh, we've all seen like the double acts that like act like they hate each other and they shoot gritted teeth, and they're yeah. like, Yeah, well, some of us don't sleep our way to the top. Yeah, like those sort of jokes could have worked have really well. <laughs> Babies you're not at the top.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, a double. <laughs> right you bet okay (laughs) I'm gonna do the veneer look yeah I've got that one yeah (laughs) no I I just think it's silly don't don't go with that person who you obviously have no connection with like and look I mean when you think of like Alaska and Alyssa when they did it and what Alaska did in that moment was I think Alyssa's the one that needs maybe help in this so what I'll do is I will take the reins and let her do the odd little comment and make it work that way around Petita could have gone, okay, this is not Visa's strong point. She definitely thinks she's funnier than she actually is, and we've seen that on a few challenges, although she did do well in the match game. I'm going to completely take the, the reins and then help her out and pull myself through this week. I think she also gave up a little bit in that moment when Visa picked her and was like, oh, fuck this shit. Let's just hope I get through. I've got some... I'll be all right. But... It-
0: it's it's like like she's been so good at making good choices the whole season, Petita, and that's what's mm-hmm. been like, you know, what's been so strong about her. Mm-hmm. The, that compass of God's decisions yeah. was spinning wildly this well, week. Vita's because knocked her
1: off her game massively. I think and, and then Pink Chidora being right behind her going, and you did that to me in match game, and you did that to me in match game. I, I think it's really, she's had a bit, she's had a big, big, big wobble. And I hope she recovers. I like Petita. I think she's given us a really good season of Drag Race so far. She's still one of my front runners if she doesn't massively muff this up now. But she's been shaken for sure. That kind of like, oh, three wins in six week's moment has really gone past quickly. Now she's like, oh my god, I'm on equal pegging with everyone else and I've got to really fight for this now. Which could be a good thing for her.
0: What did you think of her hair look? The big, voluminous back-combed red wig with a gorgeous pink flowing dress and a little sign that said no. I so mean, ways. as
1: annoying as I am with hating everything for near wears on the runway, I'm probably equally annoying because I loved this as well and Petitas for me hasn't really put a foot wrong on the runways. What Anna Locking said about the big hair needed a big dress. She was so right. The fact she's doing for pinks and oranges shouldn't really go together. Even the subtle, amazing detail of the no flat wigs protest sign, which I thought was really cute and quite funny. Um, yeah, she, again, knocked it out of the park for me. It was very, the wigs very... Um, Oh God, the witch in American Horror Story. Balenciaga, you know that one. Yeah. It's, it's very that yeah. moment, um, and yeah, yeah, it's. And I think she looked gorgeous. I think she just she just knows what she's doing on that runway, and I want to see her every week and what she's going to wear. And so far, it hasn't really been disappointing. What did you mm. think?
0: I really liked the the dress. Like I think this dress is nicer than the other, the three she wore in the three in one. Mm. Like I thought it looked great. My only critique would be that was the hair big enough for a hair challenge? Like, it was pretty big. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's like, if I saw that, would I go, is the category wig? True. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Is the only thing, but that's like in a nitpicky yeah. point. Like, I think she looks great. And the only yeah. thing I will say is, you know, skinny bitch in a big dress. It's kind of getting a bit light. Skinny bitch in a big dress. You know what I mean? It, it always looks great on the runway and there are many of them that do it on drag race and good for them. And, you know, that's amazing. But, it would be nicely something really, really different from from Petita.
0: Yeah. And for it actually it translated really well in the lip sync, the way it flowed and moved and everything. Oh, it's beautiful
1: um, in the lip sync. It's it like is. you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that catwalk was an um, absolute runway, so it was carnage by the end of that lip sync. There were so ma- so many garments that had been thrown off. It was ridiculous. Like it was crazy.
0: Let's move on to Clover Bish, someone who I'm delighted is still here cuz I thought she was gone yeah. in the in the in the musical challenge. Yeah. Um so for her three-in-one look, she, maybe one of my faves actually, she gave us a sort of an array of different dolls. She starts off as a as a Bratz doll mm-hmm. and as a pink furry coat. Then it reveals into this sort of like, now actually I'm looking at the picture and there's a garment on the floor. There is, um, yeah. Into this, this pleather dress with big sort of big cuffs or big sleeves and a long sort of blonde wig. And then that's kind of revealed again into a sort of long leopard print red carpet dress, which I think she looked divine oh
1: drop dead gorgeous it's like you know it's like looking at michelle visage 20 years ago <laughs> um no she is <laughs> i take that back instantly um no i think it was three good concepts three good different silhouettes and again it went from short to big which actually quite a few of the queens have managed to do quite well and it was probably my second favorite actually and i think it was i think she was a little bit robbed in this episode which she was definitely robbed in episode 7 but in episode 6 she didn't do an appalling job in the call. Okay, it was a bit a bit kind of mid-range um, but she carried herself well she sang well she danced well and then in the um the three and one she was a lot better than some of the queens that were on that stage that managed to get past in this challenge so I think that she was a bit beaten down by the Javier's in the critiques a bit unnecessarily um, but I think luckily she's kind of got Anna lockin and Supreme on her side I feel like that's probably what's going on a little bit I think they like her a bit more than the Javier's.
0: Do you think her 3-in-1 was better than Paquita's?
1: I think it was three different looks, whereas Paquita's was three variations of a yellow and black flamenco dress um but i i don't think she should have been in the bottom but i think they wanted to see her versus visa for this thing they kept gearing up as a big kind of dance soft lip sync moment I
0: yeah i think- actually kind of got the got the yeah. vibe they were putting they were pushing they wanted one to go home in particular so they put the other one in the bottom yeah two to send them home
1: yeah i think they were wondering who's gonna out dance visa i think that's what they were thinking who's gonna out-dance yeah. Visa? and we'll put clover in there and clover might send her home Oh, it's almost like they manipulate the competition. Can you
0: yeah, it's almost like oh. it's not real. Almost like it's produced. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, coming out of the Rusical, having seen the snatch game, going into a stand up challenge, I was like mm-hmm. my girl Clover, I'm rooting for you. But she was so good. And I am I'm, I'm gonna throw a pack to Bestia who spoke about the Rusical. Was it or was a stand-up where she was like, you know, Betita gets credit for pushing herself out of her comfort zone. Mm. I was out of my comfort zone and I was safe, I think. Yeah, that's it, because Bestie yeah. was safe for the Ruzikon. She was so good. Yeah. Um, and I think there's to a certain degree this should play for Clover here because this clearly wasn't her comfort mm. zone at all. And she did such a brilliant job.
1: Just a great host. And you know what she's done, which is great, is um, she has just done nothing but good stuff for her own future after Drag Race. And she is showing that she she will give anything a try she seems like a genuinely fabulous person to be around you know what i mean i think we all want to be clover Bish's bish like that we're all like you know I'm a, I'm a bish forever now and i think that she did that amazing thing that a good host does which is after the cringy ones after the bad ones she walked in gave the judges one look which was (laughs) and uh, we were all back in the room we were on her side we laughed it off we were like yeah that was really fucking awkward I'm glad you all get that she did that you know as a host you have to be um, amiable you have to be like you have to be funny you have to be engaging it's a big job and um, it was a lot on her shoulders to do this and she did it with absolute grace and she was funny like the main important bit she was actually really funny
0: yeah my favorite joke is you know if hornella wins can we change the trip to turkey <laughs> <laughs> like that is such a good joke
1: it's that a is great, such a good joke. great a great joke and she um made reference to the um sticking her- to the floor and ended on the splits mm. the whole thing like yeah and I like yes. that bang like she just it was I think Mother the Javier said it's a massive uh you know a confident performer someone who can use the bits they've written down and improvise in the moment and she did that just kiss brilliantly
0: yeah yeah 100% like after after Mark and Pink she came on or maybe it was Visa and Petita and she was just like ooh yeah she's like Oops. yeah she's <laughs> walking down that runway and it's like yes thank you you are you are our voice in this show it wasn't and even were, a boop,
1: were... it was like what the fuck was that <laughs> <laughs> <It's> Comfortable. <laughs> i think she said the word tense like it was just it was yeah. just. she just she absolutely killed it i think and i think a lot of the queens are rooting for her that are still even in the competition even though she's her company she's their competition and they were really glad for her you saw in the untucked moment that she'd had such a good night and her look was fab as well this purple kind of lady gaga gets a goatee this was cool i really enjoyed this
0: yeah like whatever about the neck up i loved just the actual pop star garment of that like lilac pleather Mm -hmm. coat with the belt and the high boots they're perfectly matching do I fully understand what's going on with the hairpiece? No. But look, <laughs> it's a hair challenge. Let's go funky. Let's go out there. And yeah, yeah why not stick so go D.I.? I remember
1: those things, you know, you pulled the string and the, the doll like twirled off into the air. Like, and she really reminded me of one of those. And uh, I think she Do you could know the
0: video where the girl pulls it and it flies into the fire. <laughs>
1: yes,
0: yes, That was clever. Someone who's better at YouTube than me can edit that and have Clover
1: flying <laughs> into the
0: fire. No!
1: I'm here for it. Tag me, please. Tag me.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, so Delighted for Clover. Really, really strong week for her. And then finally, I think that's everybody other than Pink Chardora. Oh. Her... Three in one.
1: Wow, we really have saved the best for last, haven't we? Talking about the comedy challenge. This was absolutely dire. It was so uncommon. Look, I know that Visa and Petito, a lot of people probably think was the worst one. But I actually, I feel like I dislike this more because Pinchadora and the Macarena are better than this. And I really felt like the Macarena didn't want to do this. I felt like she'd almost given up a little bit. And... I don't know she kind of said towards the end of the episode in one of her talking heads she was like I feel like I've really let Pink Chadora down because I know I can do better than this but I've just kind of checked out a little bit I think that was really obvious um it was so stiff and just like this barrage of like mean 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 it was just yeah it was super uncomfortable and so unnecessary and they're better than this they're both better than this and I really felt sorry for Pink Chadora that that was the route they went down
0: and it started with the two of them kind of, like, pushed up against each other, and I thought we were going to be getting those two jaded queens snapping on each other's heels in a funny way. But it just... Like, you, I don't know what it is, but sometimes you just hear a joke and it doesn't work. It just does not land. And you can get into this, like, cycle of, like... More so if you're in the room than if you're on TV, but you're like, look, I, I want to laugh. Just make me laugh. Just give me a laugh. And sometimes you just feed off everyone else's energy and it becomes like such, they just totally lost the room so quickly. And I was wondering, were they not saying the jokes with enough confidence? Were they delivering the jokes too quickly? I can't work out what was wrong with it, but it was all wrong.
1: Yeah, I mean, don't forget, we're watching an edited version of it. Maybe, I don't know, but you could see on the Queen's and the judges faces that it wasn't going down well. It definitely just felt very... um stale and uncomfortable like it just had a real nasty energy to it and I think that um one well, of the Javier said I have no problem with anyone making any fun out of me or being the butt of any joke but at least make it funny you know what I mean like don't just come out here and be an arsehole and that's kind of what I did they just came out and I think it's because they probably don't really like each other very much I get that vibe I don't know if that's just me and I think that they were like, well, let's list all the things that we think are nice about each other and all the things that are negative about each other. That's not the way to do a comedy challenge. Like, you know, it's so many of the other queens made great little roasty catty comments and it went down quite well um but they just they completely got this wrong and I think it was all over their faces well you could see they knew they were losing the room and they just didn't know how to recover and a queen would recover that and be like uh let's have a plan b uh and we want to see a tap dance you know what I mean like just anything to break that tension and make someone have a giggle you know it, yeah it was all it was awkward. I hate awkward comedy. I was just cringing watching it. Like, oh god, please.
0: At least we didn't see them do. Like, I think sometimes you see the queens, which is like, oh well, maybe I like this one. Like, <laughs> it was a Black Pepper or something who did like a real sort of like awkward. Like, okay, what about this? Chick? Yeah, uh, that's so Yeah, but she then
1: she then recovered it because she went just laugh. and he yeah. laughed. You know what I mean? Just like, just like, okay, I'm just gonna laugh, like just to get that uh, awkwardness out of my system. <laughs>
0: Um in the three-in-one look, um Pink Shadora gave us an ode to Belen Esteban, who is a like reality TV star in Spain, who Arancha Castilla La Mancha did at Statch Game. Um I don't get the particular references for any of these, but she said it w- the second one was her as a as Belen as a businesswoman, and then she uh, mentioned a Belen's catchphrase which was something to with chicken I think which is like basically something to with cock and then a ca- yeah and then in that like a gorgeous like red carpet pink dress look maybe if I knew who this lady was I'd be like oh yeah these are three iconic Belen Esteban looks but it kind of went from like weird like shapeless purple leopard print into maria von trapp into like (laughs) party party city princess
1: (laughs) yeah we went from kind of like uh I don't know, like council mum to milkmaid to cheap pop star. I don't know. It was all just a bit, it was a bit uncomfortable. And Do you know what? Thank you for your keen context of the week. Because you you always, you hit me with these amazing contextual things. And now I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. She meant to be one person. Um, But yeah, I mean, the person was trying to be, it didn't, it didn't work for me. I didn't really enjoy any of the looks individually apart from maybe the pink gown at the end. But then ending a reveal on a gown. I mean, I know I sound a bit... (laughs) tricky because Petita did it and I was like it was amazing but because it's not the most gorgeous gown it just feels a little bit like oh yeah and here's a gown you know what I mean Like it's um, but at least look you can't see loads of material she didn't leave anything on the stage um, the hair was kind of fun you know what I mean so it wasn't awful kind of fun is not
0: the fun. hair was I on know. her head
1: <laughs> and the wig was that's all I can for ask her. for <laughs> the lashes were on the face um so yeah not my favorite but then I haven't really loved a lot of her runways maybe it's just not my taste I don't know
0: I liked her wig look though as the Red Devil and the oh, big sort of almost like yes. brain mm-hmm. wig. This was maybe the best I've seen, Best thing I've seen her in.
1: Totally agree. Apart from her chicken legs which I was a big fan of as you remember.
0: <laughs> they were they were in a bad way now outside of episode six when they're trying to pull them off. Yes, they were like, yeah. you know, they ripped or something. <laughs> I was like, oh no, the chicken legs. Charlie will hate this.
1: I was devastated. <laughs> I've written a strongly worded email. Um, <laughs> no, I loved this um, The Devil Wears Velvet. This was gorgeous. I think it was, I agree, of you it was the best she'd looked on the runway way too heavy with the makeup she went a bit Chanel season one um and I think a little bit subtler even though we don't like that word around our drag queens it would have really helped to elevate this look and make it look a bit more mature than I don't know Devil Does Pride, it was a bit, yeah. But look, she had smoke coming out of her head in the shape of a heart. It was amazing. I really enjoyed it. I'm just picking holes. She reminded me of him from the Powerpuff Girls. Yes. So I loved that, loved
0: that. I, so I was actually thinking maybe she needed a trident or something yes. to yeah, with the him thing. Or a rough, trident. That would have been amazing.
1: Up. Yeah. But no, yeah. I loved it. I thought it was a really gorgeous look, actually. And good for her coming out and doing something a bit more fashionly and fabulous. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, okay, so episode six. The the judging went uh safe was Bestia and Pink. In the top was Vanilla, Hornella and um and Petita, and then low was Paquita and Visa and Clover. Mm-hmm. What did you agree with? What did you disagree with there?
1: Uh, um I mean, I enjoyed Petita in the musical and I really liked her reveals. So I, I I guess I'd have to say she probably would have been the top on that episode for me. Um, I think Cornelia did a really good job on that episode. I wasn't as big a fan of her uh, reveal looks. The bottoms, I think, made sense. Visa, yeah, 100% because she didn't do great in the musical. Petita did not do great in the musical. Clover did okay in the musical for me, but I think we've, we've just chatted about the reason they probably ended up with Clover and Visa. Um, yeah. and, um, and I
0: feel the fact that she didn't take also, the fact that she didn't take the critique, mm. she, she didn't understand what they meant. I think they were like, well, that's even worse yeah. if you don't understand <laughs> us. Get on the bottom.
1: Yeah. So. How dare you not understand what the Javier's are saying to you? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I think I agree with most of the judge decision on that episode, to be honest.
0: The only thing I would say is I think Bestia deserved to be in the top.
1: Yeah, I agree, actually. Bestia, I mean, I just was not a fan of her runway on that episode, particularly. Mm,
0: um, but I wasn't a fan... I, it was still better than Vanilla's, so I would was, have... Yeah. For Vanilla, I thought was better than Hornella. Anyway, what are those three... Hornella's also wasn't great, yeah. uh, look wise So yeah, I would have probably docked cornella down mm. but then the Queen thought cornella was gonna win so yeah maybe i'll push Vanilla down and put bestie up there i just felt bestie was my favorite
1: yeah no i did i think a Bestie did, did a them. great great job in the course. she was really entertaining very funny hit all the moment she was meant to hit mm-hmm. i didn't like the wrong way and i can't it's got to be a percentage of the grade for me
0: no yeah 100 percent. When, when
1: drag race marking here
0: <laughs> yeah i just when they revealed Petita was the winner, I was actually shocked.
1: Yeah, I agree. I wasn't really expecting her to be the winner. Um, but I think they fell in love with that runway. And she made them laugh in the Rusical. And you know, it's kind of, i and I do think it was a really good Rusical. And I don't want to lose that. Like someone's, you know, when you review things, you always go to the negative. Blah, blah, blah. They did an amazing job. And like I said, apart from Mary Poppins, been one of my favourite Rusicals in a long time. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I actually went back and watched it again, which is quite rare on some of these challenges me um and you know trying not to critique it and do any of that you're just watching it for a piece of amazing little choreography and fun they did an amazing job so it was very hard for me for the bottoms and the tops i think they all did great and it probably was a lot of sway on the runways compared to their performances in the musical
0: i suppose when like it's so even in the challenge the runway ends up having a relatively heavier weight i suppose yeah um so yeah Petita wins and. Clover and Visa lip Sync to Dime by Beth, which is the Spanish Eurovision entry from 2003, which I only remembered because I went on such a big deep dive during the Eurovision episode of this <laughs> season, and by far the best lip-sync of all three seasons, mm-hmm. and maybe the best lip-sync in Europe.
1: Wow, okay, I, do you know what, I... Loved this lip sync. I'll be really honest with you. I absolutely loved it. I really, really, really enjoyed Clover versus, oh my God, my brain on the um, Mama Mama one that they did. Might even have been the. Was that Kelly? Clover and Kelly. I think it was. Yeah. yeah. I loved that song. And I loved the energy of that lip sync. And I loved this one. There was some amazing moments. Um, you know, it was one of those lip syncs where you are you start doing a few notes and then you just get carried away with watching them doing all these splits and movements. They're obviously two incredible dancing Queens and performers. They gave it their all. Um, I love, and I can't remember which Queen said this, but it was from the season where we had Evie Lee versus Brooklyn Heights and they called it Cirque So Gay" instead of Cirque du so It was very that. Um, and, you know, when you want that kind of lip sync with the dips and the splits and, the, and and two queens come out and they deliver it, it is always a bit of magic. And I can totally see why you, you massively rate it.
0: Yeah, no, I really, really enjoyed it. And it also wasn't sure who was going to win as well. Like it yeah. was actually close as
1: well. And you know we cool. as well, which is the best thing ever, is when a song ends with like a and they both post. Like it's one of those moments. It's one of those clack 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 dun and they both did it. And I will, and then we all just scream scream because 'cause we're gay boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're just fags who love clock. Yeah, so fingers, fingers, like... and a locking fingers.
0: Um Yeah, the what do they call it? Do they little fingers. fingers? They call it little yeah, fingers. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um
0: Yeah, it was I'm sad to see Visa go. Mm-hmm. I do really like her. Mm-hmm. Um but I was if I had to choose, I would have rather send her home than Clover. I yeah, do love I my agree. girl Clover. I
1: think and I think Clover won the lip sync fair and square.
0: Yeah, me too. Then on episode uh, seven, mm-hmm. all the queens were critiqued, so you had Chanel or sorry, you had Hornella, Bestia, Clover, and Vanilla in the top, and then Petita Pink and Paquita in the bottom. I don't think any of us would disagree with that. Mm-hmm. Um my only disagreement is that I think I would have had Clover as the winner. Yes. But I also see from a production point of view, that's a lot more chaos. It's also part of the reason why I wanted to win. I was like, please, let's just roll for chaos. Who do you think that, who see. do you think Clover would
1: have picked to come back if she would have won, which she should have done?
0: I actually think she would have chosen Kelly.
1: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> because they
0: were friends and like she sent her home. So she was like, let me cancel it out and bring it back. So I guess Kelly was bound to come back. No, it's you know, fine. When I was is... helping
1: my boyfriend pack out into this episode, Chanel said to me, uh, like, we knew Kelly was coming back. So anyway, <laughs> 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 I'm home now, babe. I was like, that's fine. No worries, babe. Come on. <laughs> um,
0: Yeah. And what I really enjoyed about this is, because it wasn't spoiled for me, mm. I was like, they're going to have to put petita and pink in the bottom two yeah along with Paquita presumably yeah and i was like they better not pull some fucking bullshit twist (laughs) and put bestia in the bottom because i will genuinely flip and then they didn't and i was like oh my god like this is this is so exciting the two front runners are in the bottom two one of them is gonna have to go home like i can't remember the last time Mm. maybe maybe it was the the Brooklyn Heights, Evie Adley lip sync yeah. which was ultimately a double entendre. I was like, yeah, wow, what's actually going to happen here?
1: Yeah, I think that we knew the producers were favouring Pink Jadora, they they really liked her, they were favouring Petita, they really liked her, but they still did the right thing and they put the queens who did badly maybe it's because the queens have made it very vocal about the snatch game thing, that the producer thought, god we can't let Petita skate past again this week and we're going to have to have Petita in there because she's done the same runway, it feels like three weeks in a row, and she didn't do a great job and Pink Chadora Macarena absolutely bombed a comedy challenge so they were thoroughly deserved to be in the bottom um but yeah like you I was a little bit like wow well I wasn't because it was sport for me but (laughs) you know trying to get into that fan feeling going into it I was like okay so actually I was thinking this I was thinking what's Petita gonna do to save herself over these other two queens um and I think she played the lip-sync best out of three of them i mean i don't know what was going on in pink Chadoras. i'm just going to do the robot mind. it was the weirdest thing she took that wig off and then didn't move keep the wig on um you know and um paquita did her kind of sexy vibe her sexy kind of latin spanish vibe and that's gorgeous but didn't work with this song i don't think it was great lip sync song i'll be really honest i didn't really feel it as a lip sync song um But yeah, I think Petita absolutely played it the best way for the song, being against two other queens to still try and stand out. Um, Pink Jadora did a Miss Cracker in her season finale, Lip Sync, where she just did that in the All-Stars one. She had the pneumatic boobs and she just kind of did this across the stage. And like, was like, (laughs) what are you doing? You've got all this way and you're just giving up. I think Pink Jadora almost gave up a little bit. Um, And yeah, and Petita was maybe a bit too sexy for the song.
0: <laughs> yeah no i totally agree Petita won one out of the three of them so yeah. she got to stay um mm-hmm. uh, the song was ole ole by no controles mm-hmm. um and also when Vinaya wins the two of them like i feel kind of make a moment out of nothing here with their like we just think it's really important to highlight stds
1: yeah yeah
0: which is important yeah but i was like yeah
1: just stand at the back of the stage, please. Yeah. Ladies, just roll yourselves to the back, yeah. okay? Welcome back to the world of Tormorinos tallies. Yay! Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we
0: had one Tormelino's yeah. mentioned, but it was from, like, one of the havis I yeah, think. It was, yeah. I mean, <laughs> And then, honestly, the longest goodbye ever. The like, longest the...
1: goodbye, yeah.
0: It was longer than the ending of Lord of the Rings Return of the King. <laughs> like, it was honestly... <laughs> But it could did you so expect
1: much. anything less of Pink Chadora being involved? Like, I love that, that, I just love that Paquita was like, let's sing off the stage. She'd well and truly, she was done, she wanted to go to bed, she was tired, she was dinner. And Pink Chadora was like, no, <laughs> no, I've got my uh, bibliotech ready to go. And I've got yeah. the whole speech, you know, it was just like, and then they're in the work room and they're still talking and then they're doing the mirror message one by one. It was like... I was like, oh, I just want to see what's coming next week now. But it was, Yeah, uh, I was like,
0: come on, I just yeah. want to see what's next week.
1: I'm gutted, yeah. I'm gutted for Pink Chidora because she may not be my favourite queen, but I've enjoyed her. She makes good telly. Um, and um, I think that she had more potential than going home this early. I think it was the right week for Paquita, which I think a lot of people online maybe disagreed with. But I think that's just because you like Paquita, if you're really honest with yourselves. Because I think that she had had a bad week and I think she gave up a little bit. And I, you kind of see that fight in some queens. I didn't see it in Paquita. um. I saw it in Petita, and I, I kind of saw it in Pink Chitura. But um, I'm really gathering it will be three more queens to begin with P, if I'm really honest with you, because I'm giving myself a <laughs> headache now. You can talk
0: it, about- When I wrote down, I was like, Paquita, Petita, and Pink, I was like, wow, <laughs> this is so challenging. <laughs> yeah, like, was- Paquita and Petita is difficult. Oh my God, isn't?
1: it's been so difficult. We don't have to do it anymore, and I'm really glad.
0: <laughs> um... No like Bikita was 100% going home like she was the cannon fodder she there was a doubt in my mind she was going home that's not to say I don't like her but like she just her moment she ran out of momentum yeah she I had she, she had do
1: you know what i think she'll come back and maybe do an all stars vibe i could see her doing that when she's mm. kind of got her her drag and her you know the acting stuff and more confidence and she's ready for it she could come back and could absolutely win a season of drag race she's an amazing queen um Pink has got more to show us, I think. And I think we'll definitely see her again.
0: Yeah. Like, if I was in Tormelinos, and there was a Bakita show down the
1: road, I'd go to it. And you could roller skate there with Kelly. She's like, oh, <laughs> I Because
0: I wouldn't be going seeing her show.
1: <laughs> Are you genuinely devastated she's returned?
0: No, I'm not devastated. No, I, I'm open to seeing.
1: Yeah. I want her to win me over. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, and who would you have picked? Have we done this bit? I, remind me of- Who would you have had come
0: back No, I never actually said who I would have picked. So, my favourite of them is Visa. Mm. I didn't want them to pick Visa because every time someone has come back from Drag Race, it's more or less been the person who just went home. Like, if you think of the the lip-sync of Ruza, it was the person who just went home. Like, the only time it wasn't happened was when Ben's LeCram, Morgan McMichael's back, and they were like, well, well, we can't have that. (laughs) Let's fucking send
1: her home. (laughs) <laughs> That's not lasting. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing That's that. That's not sticking. No. <laughs>
0: um. So, I I want Kelly to last more than one episode. I don't think she I will don't want. Home. I don't think she will either. No. but I don't want her to go home next week.
1: Next week's like the quiz show challenge, isn't it? So they're doing a sort of like. I
0: guess it's improv.
1: I, I think it's something on those lines. There seems to be a pair of um, old lady twins ringing a bell. I remember from the little clip. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know what this smoking's spanking, but I think they have a really good time. You know, I think they just have a really good time, and that's why I enjoy watching Drag Race Spain so much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who would you have chosen?
1: Uh, oh, Chanel. Well, look, not just because of the looks, I'm not that shallow. I think out of all the queens that we saw, Chanel for me felt like the queen that could have gone a lot further in the competition than when they went home. Same with, in a way, um, Chuchi, I felt like maybe would have come back and kind of given us some more amazing runway moments. Mm. But I don't know. Or oh, I would have brought back Maria. I think Maria... Yeah, more I'm gonna
0: Maria
1: I like Maria. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that it was... Um, you know the Macarena definitely wasn't going to come back again. I think you're right. Visa had only just gone, so and I think she kind of come to the end of her run. I really didn't expect it to be Kelly, but maybe it'll pleasantly surprise the both of us. Who knows?
0: Yes, who knows? Indeed, she might end up um, being really good. <laughs> right before we go, who are the top three
1: going to be? Um, Petita, Honella, and um. Maybe, maybe is gonna sneak in there at the top. At yeah, the top three, I agree. As I, I, kind think, of, I think kooky alternative bird alternate. I don't know. Um, but I think it'll be Petita and Hornella. Uh,
0: so we have three episodes left, actually. So we have, we have who do we have left? We have uh, Bestia, mm-hmm. Cornella, Vanilla, Clover, mm-hmm. and Kelly. So we have yeah, I mean, six
1: queens. If it's not Bestia, it might be Clover. It could be that Clover's now gonna have her turning point in the competition and you know, kick ass a little bit and and come through for the finale. But I, I mean I don't know. I think Hornella and Petita will be there. That's my kind of biggest. What I'm trying think? to
0: work out it if it's gonna be a top three or a top four. So there'll be Vinilla six means going into episode eight, five in episode nine. So actually there should be there could be four. Um so I think you could I think the fourth place then is between Venea or Clover. I mean so that that's just really not
1: Kelly. <laughs> <Teddy laughs> that's what we say.
0: <laughs> are
1: we as good at this as we think we are, Keen? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I personally would rather see Clover do it than Vanilla, but I Vanilla think, has a win under her belt.
1: Yeah, I think Vanilla is a a well known, respected drag queen in yeah. in Spain. And I think they're expecting her to make it to the finale. However, she maybe has had a few more wobbles than Clover. As in, I don't know. I mean, no, but she's got a win. Clover's been in the bottom twice. Has Vanilla Mm. been in the bottom yet? She's been in the bottom once, hasn't she?
0: Yeah, I don't think she's lip-synced, though.
1: She's not lip-synced yet. No, maybe she hasn't. She could be right up there, you know. It could be that it's going to be Hornella and uh, Vanilla and Petita. I think Petita's going to win this. I still feel like she's going to win it. I don't know why, but I feel like they're gearing her for the win.
0: Yeah, and I actually really don't want her to win it now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's a bit like when Aquaria won; it felt like it was very obvious. It was getting you know, they they it had this little turning point, and I was like, I don't want this like young queen to just come in and be like, oh, I'm just gonna go off and win Drag Race now, and I'm already amazing at everything I do. Petita kind of has that energy about her, but I do sense a bit of vulnerability in Petita, and I think that she's. She's had a bit of a beating the past couple of weeks, which has made me like her mm. a bit more than I kind of did because I feel like she's handled it quite well.
0: Sorry, I was on. Vinia was in the bottom two um, on the Chanel challenge and kicked out drag Chuchi.
1: Oh, of course she was. Yes. Yeah. Um, so she has been in the bottom. She yeah, has. So yeah. So then it could, I don't know. I don't know. Who, do you, be- yeah, I
0: guess- Who do you want Clo- to know who's left? Bestia.
1: Oh, really? Out of all of them. Nice.
0: Yeah, I'd go I would go Bestia, Hornella, Clover for me. They'd be my top three. Okay. Cool. I guess we'll find out. We'll be back in two weeks to cover episode eight and episode nine. Everything could have changed. Yes.
1: (laughs) That's the joy. It was a while ago. Did we do this? We're probably wrong already. I bet we yeah, like like, Maria's going to come back and Clover's going to (laughs) go next week. Yeah,
0: I think my theory was Clover would go home and then she would come back in the Lepyshynchathon. That was our theory. Well, I hate to
1: be that bitch, but I did call Visa going next and she went next.
0: Yeah you're right and
1: kelly's going next week yeah agreed
0: yeah and then i I think
1: kelly then clover
0: when we're back kelly and then clover will be yeah yeah. all right well look let's wrap it up there thank you so much for listening thank you charlie for joining me no worries thank you for having me as a way journey through España, and we'll talk to you soon Bye. bye